never, never start a family because you think that it's going to, if you're having trouble in your marriage, that it's going to bring the two of you together. That is the worst reason in the world to have a family. This week on The Hitch Podcast, Dr. Karen Sherman helps a reader decide between career or kids. Or wait, is that a real choice? Stay tuned. Hey, can you feel it? The power coursing through your veins. We're doing it again. Free wine in the month of May. Join any of the wine clubs in May 2013 and your third shipment of wine is free. All you have to do is go to hitchedmag.com and click the wine club link and sign up for any of our clubs. Don't wait. This offer won't last forever. And remember, the Hitched Wine Club is the only wine club created just for couples with exclusive date ideas. So let us help you and your spouse reconnect every month with some delicious wine. All you have to do is go to hitchedmag.com and click the wine club link. Cheers. Hey everybody, welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com, and I'm joined once again with the always fabulous Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. Uh, So we, this week, are going to talk about deciding between career and kids. Um, But before we do that, I want to give you a couple minutes here to tell everybody uh, where you've been, what you've been working on. You've got some really exciting things going on. I left you for a while, (laughs) but it was not personal. I was working on um, a product that I'm really, really excited about. It starts out with people getting uh, a free CD, Fight to Win, uh, on the five top tips that you need to know about fighting because every couple fights, or at least they should feel safe enough to fight, but there's a right way and a wrong way. So it starts out with a free CD, and then after that they get a couple more tools about learning how to fight, and then if they like, I've created uh, an audio program that comes with a workbook, and what that offers them is um, to hone up on some skills that will allow you to have all the good stuff you had right in the beginning. You can feel like you matter. You can feel appreciated. You can feel like you're heard. um, You can feel like you're not speaking Greek to your mate. um, You know, just all the good stuff, as I said before, uh, that you had right in the beginning of your relationship. So you start out uh, by going to www from fight to foreplay.com, F-R-O-M-F-I-G-H-T-T-O-F-O-R-E-P-L-A-Y.com, and that's how you can get the free CD. Excellent. Um, And I will uh, put the URLs up on the website so everybody can find that. You will – you can find that on the podcast page as well as Karen's um, expert page. So if you have any questions, uh, feel free to shoot either of us a message and we'll get that info to you guys. Um, But today, as I mentioned, we're going to talk a little bit of – deciding between career and kids and it's it's a really hot topic you have um the coo of facebook uh cheryl sandberg coming out with her book that well it's actually out it's called lean in um you have a lot of conversation about marissa meyer the the ceo of yahoo and we had um a reader write in who were 
were looking for some answers, trying to find out um, you know, what was recommended because they were having a difficult time deciding between starting a family or advancing their career uh, or if that even has to be a choice. So first I wanted to ask, is there – in your opinion, is there such a thing as a perfect balance between starting a family and advancing your career? Nope. <laughs> it's nice and simple. Nope. I was um, I teach a course at the local university on um, marriage and relationships, and just today uh, we were having this discussion. And just this morning, my daughter was talking about the fact that you know she's a full time working mom. Uh, she works four days, but her four days are long four days, and how difficult it is. And I've always worked, but since I've been in private practice. Um, I've always sort of been able to maneuver my schedule and everything. Um, so mine is not was not anywhere as complex as my daughter's is. And, you know, what I was saying to my class is that I did go for my Ph.D. while I was raising my children and that I would not advise it uh, <laughs> because it's really, really hard. Um, there just is no way to be the perfect mom and the perfect whatever, either student or uh, work person, career person, um, to do them both perfectly. There's just no way to do that. Um, you're, you know, at the very least, you're going to be wiped out. You're going to be exhausted. So I think that um, it's important that you have the proper expectations because if you're going to go into it thinking, I can do both of these, I can be fine, uh, it'll be okay you're going to really um, set yourself up for a lot of frustration and disappointment. Now, having said that, I think it's really important, we're talking mostly about moms now, mm -hmm. yeah. that um, you understand that if you are the kind of person that needs to work, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, as a matter of fact, there's a lot of research that says if you're the kind of gal that needs to work and attempts to stay home, that you're going to be really unhappy and you're not going to be a good mom. So you're defeating the purpose. So you might as well work. Um, I think probably if you can find work that allows you flexibility, that is the kind of company that allow is um, family centric. You know, has a mindset that allows you to take off or come in late or go to your kids' play or go to the doctor when you need to. That that will afford you the ability to manage both. Um, but if you are in the kind of environment that doesn't get it you're really asking for trouble for yourself. You're putting yourself, forget your kids, you're putting yourself in a very, very difficult, frustrating situation. Okay. And so um, if you are having the conversation, uh, we'll take this from the, the wife's perspective. Uh, if you are having the conversation with your husband, uh, what are some of the things you should consider if you're talking about starting that family? Well, First of all, and, and, and this isn't really the question, but I have to say it, never, never start a family because you think that it's going to, if you're having trouble in your marriage, that it's going to bring the two of you together. That is the worst reason in the world to have a family. Mm -hmm. One, because the truth of the matter is that marital satisfaction decreases when there are children. Children, as much of a blessing as they are, 
bring stress into a marriage. There's less time, there's less money, there's less sleep. And so it's difficult to bring a child into the marriage. So you've got to make sure that the, the relationship is solid if you're going to consider bringing a child in, into it. You want to make sure that, you know, you have a good relationship, that you're friends, that you partner with each other, that you communicate well with each other, um, that, you know, you know how to manage issues when they come up, conflicts when they come up, um, that financially that, you know, you've got plans. Now, of course, Nothing is ever going to, again, be like the absolute right time. Mm -hmm. But, you know, if you feel like you're on pretty solid ground, that you get along, that you can, you know, manage things well, that your finances are in pretty good shape, okay, then then that's okay. Then go ahead, you know, and do it. Um, I just... I was just going to – how much of this would be uh, timing because we know statistically that couples are getting married a little bit later in their life. Um, I think the average age for men is 28 and women's like 26, 27. Mm-hmm. Um, so we know that um, you know, yes, people are having kids later in life, but there is a, a biological clock that's ticking. Um, should that be taken into consideration well, I think there's a reality to it, but you know, if you're getting married at 26, even if you wait three, four years, you're still fine within the biological clock. Mm-hmm. You know, even if you want to have two, three kids, you're still fine within the biological clock. Um, you know, if you get married when you're 35, then you've got a little bit more of a concern. Yeah. But, you know, what you just described, which is correct as far as the, the national, you know, norm, you've got time. You're, you're fine. Um, but again, um, you know, you, there's a lot of different factors to weigh in and, and to, you know, get married and six months later say, I've got to have a baby because, you know, my, my clock is running and you've got a rocky relationship. That baby's not going to help the relationship get any you know, more solid. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we've been talking about the, whether or not to have a, a child. Um, th- the other part of that equation is, uh, again, depending on where you are in your, in your life, but in your career, uh, you know, if you're 26, 27, 28, 29, you're, you know, hopefully a few years removed from college, um, and so you're probably on that upswing in your career path. Right. Uh, what are some things to think about when you're, you know, right at the cusp of that managerial spot that you've been working for the last half decade for? Yeah, that's a hard one. That's a hard one, Steve, because you don't want to leave that position because you may lose your, your place on the ladder. Um, you know, I think God bless having good daycare centers, um, <laughs> And by the way, there's literature on that also, that if you have a good daycare center that does not take away, it does not have an adverse effect of the attachment and bonding with parents, um, and uh, it does not in any way adversely affect the child as far as their development. As a matter of fact, if it's a good daycare center, uh, it actually helps the child's social development and cognitive development. And if the mom is in that ladder of going up and making, you know, high career advancements, then probably they can afford a good daycare center. Um, you know, you can hire a good nanny. So most companies now have maternity leave. You, you know, take your leave. 
and you know um, take that time off and then you get back to work mm-hmm. um, and and that's how you handle it but I think a lot of it has to do as I said with with expectations because so much of what goes on in our lives is what we expect to happen so if you know that your career is important but you also know you want to have children you just have to know that sometimes it's going to be there are going to be rough days there's going to be late nights there's going to be certain sacrifices you're going to make um, but it can be done as long as you know what you're up against. Mm. Okay. And, you know, we, we talked about it early on that it's the, the wife usually where all this burden is going to fall on, particularly uh, since she's the one that's going to be carrying the baby. Um, but there are a lot of really great husbands out there, a lot of supporting fathers out there, millions of uh, great fathers out there. What can they do uh, to help in this process? Well, you know, one of the advantages of being in practice for 25 years is I can see a change in trends. And God bless the fathers now because they are so much more involved and it's just so much nicer. And again, we know that a father's involvement in raising children is vitally important both um, to boys and to girls. So the first thing is that when the wife is pregnant, Um, We know that if she's very stressed, those stress hormones adversely affect the fetus. So his job is to keep her calm and relaxed and happy. That's his first job. Okay. And then, of course, you know, when raising a baby, there's no reason that he can't be a part of it. You know, the feeding, the getting up in the middle of the night, the uh, diapering, the caretaking. Um, men are quite capable and very loving and very nurturing. It's certainly not what it used to be years ago. So there's no reason he can't really partner with her and be, you know, very much, um, you know, a vital component of raising that child. And a lot of dads, I mean, we're now um, in a world that is very non-traditional. If the mom is bringing in more money, we have a lot of um, house husbands, and and they're damn good at it. So you know, it may be that he's the one that stays home. Mm-hmm. And which which brings me to the uh, the final question here. Uh, moving forward, we you know the decision was made. Let's say that uh, you decided you were going to start the family and try to balance the career along with that. Uh, what are some things to keep in mind as you go forward in raising that? Because we know it's not just a, a six-month hiccup in the, in a marriage. This is a lifelong commitment. So what are some things going forward that couples should keep in consideration? To me, the most important thing that they have to consider, and I know that this is hard, but they still have to remember that they are a couple. And they have to remember to leave time for themselves, even if it is just two times a week for 10 minutes each time. But it's time where it is for the two of them. That means we're not talking about, you know, diapers. We're not talking about what happened at work. We're spending time with each other. Maybe we're giving each other foot massages. Maybe we're just, you know, dancing. We're putting music on and dancing. Um, But they are still remembering, remembering the relationship. And if they put into their routine mommy, daddy time, children get used to that. And um, it's also very good modeling for children for a child to see that they are a couple and that marriage is important. So through it all, you still need to prioritize your relationship. 
Mm -hmm. I mean, research has shown one of the best things you can do for a child is showing them a healthy, happy relationship because that trickles down to them and, you know, the the stats bear it out. So, yeah. Um, well, that, I mean, that is, that is excellent advice. Uh, fantastic. And that's going to do it for us this week. So thank you so much for your time, Karen. My pleasure. Um, so we're going to wrap it up, but I want to remind you one last time that you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, who is a practicing psychologist in relationship and lifestyle issues for over 25 years. She is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. She is also the author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. And Karen has also been working tirelessly on a new uh, tool set for you uh, called Fight to Win. It's a, You can get a free CD to get started at the website from fighttoforeplay.com. Uh, and if you if you like what you hear and you find it helpful, there's also uh, an, an audio um, courses as well as a workbook and some other things for you there. Um, so be sure to check that out. Um, and you can follow uh, Karen. You, what's your what's your Twitter handle, Karen? Dr. Karen Sherman. There you go. That's nice and easy. Dr. Karen Sherman. Um, I am on Twitter at Hitch Media. Uh, of course, uh, we're, we're on all the other social media platforms. So Facebook, uh, Pinterest, Tumblr, Google+. Um, so be sure to check us out there. And uh, that's going to do it for us this week. So one last time, thank you so much, Karen. Thank you, Steve. Okay. Take care, everybody. And it's about you